Hey everyone, welcome to the Beauty School Bobby podcast brought to you by Tennessee School of Beauty. Today we are here at Sunspot on the Strip recording with Michael Lane from Beleza Salon in Knoxville, Tennessee. Welcome to the show, Michael. Thank you. <laughs> so you said you've listened to the podcast already, so you already know the first question I'm going to yeah, ask right, you. Right, 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 yeah. <laughs> Do you already have your answers ready? Um, vaguely, but I'll probably stumble on it, but okay. yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the last show that you binge watched? Well, my partner and I um, started binge watching Dancing Queen last night. Dancing Queen? That, it's on Netflix. It's a story about, uh, his name is Justin Johnson, but a lot of people know him as Alyssa Edwards that was on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, he's okay. Very, he's pretty well known in the LGBT community and everything, but he owns a dance studio in Mesquite, Texas. Okay. And it's all about like the dance competitions and the dance moms. So is it a reality show or is yes. it? Okay. Awesome. That sounds really interesting. Well, dance moms. Yeah. yeah it's the best. <laughs> but I'm really excited about Dumplin' that's coming out next week. I haven't heard the, of this either. Okay, so it has Jen Aniston in it, and her daughter in it is like obsessed with Dolly Parton. Oh, awesome. And Dolly did the soundtrack that just came out, and it's so good. She's got Is it a movie with, or a show? It's a show on Netflix. Yeah, okay. It's coming out. Okay. Well, we'll have to watch out for that. Yeah, I've not yeah. seen either of those yet, but good recommendations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I want to hear your story um, about how you got started in the beauty industry. So you are a graduate of Tennessee School beauty but yes. what were you doing in your life like when you started school I was working at a record store awesome <laughs> that's really, actually really cool it was, it was really cool it was probably one of my most favorite jobs I love what I do now but if not that the record store was really fun so I mean, how old were you when you started beauty school um I was 24 when I started okay I had you know fun in my 20s and all but um and my dad told me one day like what are you doing with your life yeah I like, get it together <laughs> get a career and the next day I enrolled in uh, Tennessee School of Beauty I have heard the story so many times of for some reason they're like oh somebody you know asked what I was doing or like I was at a point in my life where I didn't want to do so like the next day I enrolled it's like there was no thinking about it it was like oh okay this it is was what like I'll do okay next. it's time to get it together <laughs> so um right after beauty school is that when you started at Blazer or did you go into a different salon yeah, first no I uh, I graduated on Saturday from Tennessee School of Beauty and I started uh, on Wednesday at Beleza and you know until I got licensed it was just you know washing color bowls and sweeping floor you know and um, doing the laundry and everything so until I got my license, that's what I got to do. So what made you choose Beleza? Did they come into the school? How did you know them or how did you Honestly, know about them? Honestly, like true story, I was supposed to go to another salon and I got a call from the owner just a couple of days before I graduated saying that they couldn't hire me until I took my license. And because I'd already turned in my notice, um, it just didn't seem like the real fit to go there. And so the only other place that I really... Um, was drawn to during all like the field trips where we go and like see different salons was Blazer. That's awesome. I love that because I feel like that's something that you get to see now in the position that you're in. You get to see that same exact thing where people come right. through on field trips and yeah, then they yeah. end up at the salon. And they end so up I feel there. like that's so good. And because we come there and you know we meet people doing demo classes at the school and all you meet them then and then when they start there it's not really Yeah. Nice. We always say that that's like the best way to make connections with people is I think that when you come in specifically because you have been literally in that same classroom in that same seat it right. makes more of an impact instead of yeah. somebody that like either went to a different 
different school or, um, you know, went somewhere like far away. Um, no, I totally remember how there. I felt when I said like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when you go back in, is it a weird experience for you? Or sometimes, do you love it? sometimes I've been doing it a while. I guess maybe like the first couple of times when I came back and did demo classes for the salon, it was kind of weird, but yeah. I've been doing it for a while, so. It's just, we, we really enjoy it. Well, we there. love when you come in. You're actually the only salon that is scheduled like every single month. So we love that you dedicate that time oh. to us. I feel like that's so valuable. And just to know that you guys block off your books or, I mean, when Regina comes in, like we know that you guys could be in the salon making a bunch of money, but instead you're, you're in there. Yeah, you're teaching but, I mean, we love that. Yeah, absolutely. We love coming there. Well, totally. thank you for that. We really love that. So um, what was, do you have a memory of beauty school that like sticks out to you? Or did you love beauty school? Did you hate beauty school? like no I mean I liked beauty school I really did like I didn't have I you know but I was already 24 years old I wasn't straight out of high school right had I gone there straight out of high school I probably would have fucked out let's be honest (laughs) but I was already 24 come back later though I mean if if you would have messed up I think you would have ended up back there yeah but um I made a couple friends there but it was also like friends of mine that were older like my friend Sherry now she lives in Texas we still you know we became really good friends um, in beauty school, and we still keep in touch now after like almost two decades. We talk about beauty school besties a lot. Like yeah, I yeah. She was telling my that, beauty school besties. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I had coined that term when I started at TSB. But I think that that's, um, I think that person that you click with. So say you're in a class of twenty, maybe there's four or five of you, but there's always that one person, and they like get you through. Oh, totally. Beauty school. Like I think totally. that when you stay together, if you, I mean, if you can make it through that, you can make it through anything. It's like one of the most um, precious friendships that you'll have. Totally. You know, when we were in beauty school was when 9-11 happened and so she and I were just kind of like are you okay are you okay like yeah that's a crazy memory I mean that was I would have to say that was probably my most crazy memory about beauty school so um did they they didn't shut down the school that day were you guys all we did actually oh you did yeah I mean we left early it wasn't immediately shut it down but no we were totally watching on tv like I was (laughs) weaving a client's hair oh my gosh yeah yeah. wow that's crazy I've actually never talked to anybody about how that situation was handled um at that time it was just very somber in there you know it was yeah. A crazy day. Yeah, I can't even day. imagine being yeah. there for that. Um, okay, so um, you are um, a big part of education, Appalachia. Um, I know that that's something that you guys really value um, yeah. and that you guys really put a lot of emphasis on. So is that something that you think really makes Belaza different from other salons? Or do you think yeah, that... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have a, a pretty intense apprenticeship program that they go through. Uh, but we really want to make sure that when when these kids get out on the floor that they know what they're doing, you know? Yeah. Do you get a lot of pushback from that about how long the apprenticeship program is or? Not really. I mean, it's free education. You know, they're not paying for it. Right. So it's, you know, it. it's not as long as it was when I went through it personally, but it yeah. was a different time then. Really. Yeah. So what can somebody expect if they're coming out of school into, into Blaza? What can they expect from their first few months or their first year? What does that look like? I mean, the apprenticeship program, honestly, like I do call it kind of boot camp, mm-hmm. you know, because... I actually like that. I think, right. that, pre- I think that preps you for what you're going to go through well, to know that there's really, like a light at the end of the tunnel. It does, because in that first year, you learn so much information that... A lot of times later on down the road, you're like, oh my, I remember that, you know? Yeah. And you just bust your butt a lot that, you know, during the apprenticeship. Is there a day, like, dedicated to classes? Like, yes. is it, like, yeah, yeah, one yeah. day we that do, you do? Uh, we do Monday mornings from, like, 9.30 until 12.30. And what's your role in that program? Are you the one teaching the classes? Or are you just setting up the classes? Um, 
we all set it up, and I'm part of, I think there's, there's like six of us, I think. Six or seven? Six? I think. Okay. <laughs> there's a group of you. We'll just say a There's group. a group of us. I mean, we have some that we want to, like, come back to us. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so you guys, like, set up the firm for the year. So we were just talking about this earlier. Yeah, we, we have the entire education calendar for the salons for 2019. Salon. Now, do you release that to your stylist? Or is this something that just you guys know? Or do you, well, like... Well, we do on our website. So there's a part where employees can log in. And that's where we have um, events that are coming up the whole calendar for all the classes so they can look on that like ahead of time and we even have um, the videos that we use are on the library also so they yeah. can totally like watch the videos before they come in kind of have a heads up yeah the well, technique. I saved one of my questions um I've talked to a, a bunch of salon owners and Silas already but I wanted to save a question specifically for you because I think that you guys do such a good job of continued education um and we've talked we've had this conversation like several times before I've talked to um the salon owner um about this before as well um about the education program, how can we, um, as a school, like do better about prepping them for that? I feel like when they're, I think that right now we've talked about this earlier too, about we're in a different generation. There's a different world, a different class of stylists that are coming up. And I think that it's that whole instant gratification. Like Uh. you want to make, (laughs) like people will see you talk to you. Um, students will be like, okay, I want to be where Michael is right now, but you've been doing this. You put in the work. They don't deserve that yet. Well, it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of practice and it takes a lot of dedication and passion and it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in two years. Yeah. You know? So how do we get through to them or what can you tell students that are in beauty school right now or wanting to do this? Like, how do you explain why that's so valuable? We have to have a good work ethic for one, you know? I mean, if you put the work in, you're going to get the results. But if you don't, I mean, I I always tell these kids, like when when we're teaching them in the classes, it's that you have to practice. Like, I wish there was a light bulb that I could just switch and you get it. Right. But it doesn't happen that way. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to practice. You have to get good at your skill. Right. Yeah, and I think that when they we have guest speakers and and just these maybe like Instagram influencers, right. they're watching these videos and they're like, oh, I can do that. Oh, I, I want to have it. these yeah. eight million followers and I want to be like insta famous. Like, but that's not what this it's not how it is. is. And you like, know, we're just having this conversation yeah. beforehand. Like, you know, I grew up in a different time. We didn't have cell phones when I started when I was apprenticing, and we didn't have social media. And also, it was you got out on the floor, you you watched, you observed, you asked questions. But you went out and you met people and you built relationships and you gave out free haircut cards and you just to get them in your chair. Yeah. It was a different time. You couldn't just flick on social media and, you know, ask somebody to come in for you. Yeah. But I think that's still important. Like, I think that you still have to have that human connection. Totally. That's everything in this industry. Like, you still have to be that person in the grocery store line. It's like, where do you get your, yeah, where do you get your hair done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's so important. (laughs) So how do you, when someone comes into the salon, I mean, is that a conversation that you have immediately I mean do you say like here's what we're going to do for you we're going to give you this this and this and if you are willing to run with it run with it or do you just kind of wait and see who can make it and who does it do they weed themselves out I guess is what I'm a lot of times they do yeah yeah I mean there you know you can a lot of times you can tell when they come in if you know when you're working with them and they got it yeah and that's so like refreshing it's a fresh breath of air when they just you know They get it. I know. And it's so hard. And I think that that's something that I had to really, like, I don't know, come to terms with is that, like, 
not everyone that I meet with is going to be the next Michael Lane. Like no one's like not everyone's going to get to that point. Um, this industry is not for everyone. And one of the main reasons that I wanted to start this podcast was to give people more of an idea before they even. A realistic expectation. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't want this this Instagram world to jade them right, of, right. you know, what's going to happen. And as much as we tell them, I um, did a podcast with this girl named Christy, and she um, is one of our graduates, and she just recently for the first came back, for the first time came back to TSB to speak. And she's like, I remember you guys telling us, like, make sure you look good because those slaughters, those totally. slaughters. And she told me afterwards, she was like, oh, I know who's going to make it and who's not from being in that room. I was like, oh, right. do you? I was like, because remember when you were in school, you thought it didn't matter. But now, and she's like, oh, you know who's asking questions. Yeah. You know who's like actually like not sitting in the back talking while you're there. Right. Um, and, you know, you just, I guess, have to be happy for the ones that make it. And for the ones, for example, Hunter, who is now on she's your amazing. education team. She is. She's killing it. Yeah. I love it. And just seeing her um, succeed and just knowing that she was in good hands when she yeah. went to you all. That's the beauty of it all is like when you watch them come in and remember how they were when they first like came straight out yeah. of school we do a fashion show uh, well you haven't done in a couple years we're actually going to do it this next year in 2019 mm. and we take our intermediate stylist and they get to just like run with it we give them like uh, we give them a category and a theme and inspiration to go by but to watch them come in straight out of school and to teach them like discipline and haircut and you know everything and then when they get ready to get out there and let them just like totally be creative and do their own thing and it's absolutely amazing yeah. to see. Yeah. Well I'm excited for that. We'll have to let oh, me yeah, know when yeah, that's yeah. happening so I'm gonna be there. Um so you all like we said before, you all really believe in the value of education and travel. So um what has been your most like career changing experience or or class that you took? Was there a certain person that is still um, very much like a mentor to you? Yeah, um, Regina and I and two last year I think it was yeah 2017 we did a whole 12 month teacher training with Sally Rogerson who was when she left was senior creative director for the Vidal Sassoon Academy and she'd been with them for 24 years she'd been with them in London and then here and we took a whole year long apprenticeship with her meeting three times a year and having to Facebook in and do classes and it was very very life changing and so you did that all like virtually like it was we did well we would meet up a couple times throughout the year to do like three day yeah you know, training and you do teach backs and yeah yeah so all of that stuff I feel like is just really hard to put into it's hard to put a value on that yeah. for people that are either in school or thinking about doing this um but so why do you think that that was so beneficial for well it, it totally helped me better as a teacher you know and an artist as well also like I, I look back at that year and my skills they just really like tightened up you know God. and then you get to go share that with the yeah, new people that are coming in <laughs> I mean it really is like this just like beautiful circle like really I just is. think it's so important and and like you said I mean just getting to see them grow and getting to see them like pick up on it yeah I mean wisdom's not good if you can't share it no exactly yeah well um what is a challenge um that you see new stylists facing in the industry right now or is there some like change that's happening in the industry that you see is going to be a challenge for you for the salon for new stylists really no I mean all I can say is like just it's a different generation Mm -hmm. you know 
Do you but, think clients are picking up on that? Or do you think the client kind of comes in not knowing the behind the scenes? Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, some do because they're like family with us, you know, yeah. but for the most part, yeah. Do they see you going through different people and being like, hey, what happened to so-and-so? Or <laughs> does that ever happen to you? It happens, yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. Because, I mean, they'll... I mean, well, they build assistant. rapport with them, you right. know. And like, I mean, we have clients that have been coming with us. You know, Belize has been open for 25 years. We yeah. have clients that have been with us the entire 25 years. And like they were with Regina way before she even opened Belize, you yeah. know. So, they know. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I would really love to be there someday when they're like, um, Tully, come so on. Come on. Where's that person at? And I'm like, um, okay, so at the end of every episode, we play Would You Rather. So I have a couple okay. of interesting questions for you because, and I might be wrong about this, yeah. but I think that, I think that you're like an old soul that like I really pick oh, up on you. this. Like, I just feel like you're, I don't know, I don't know if it's more mature, just more, I don't know, different in like such a positive way. Thank so you. I want to know, would you rather be reborn into the past or into Ooh. the future? Ooh, the past. The totally. pa- yeah. No, I would totally be a 60s <laughs> child for sure. So the 60s is where oh, you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like that, I got really into Mad Men for a little yeah, while. Yeah, I just hate I that like, I miss oh. Woodstock, you know, I and know. Monterey Pop Festival. Yeah. I, I would have so been into that. Have you ever been to Bonnaroo? No, I haven't. I'm older now, you I know, like and I can't, I can't, I can't do <laughs> it. Me too. Can't, oh my God, I okay, cannot. Okay, but you know that they have like this glamping I would experience. have to do the VIP stuff. <laughs> I would have to have like a, I've said the a same camper thing. and indoor plumbing and all that now. I know, I'd have to have like an amazing camper with like comfortable <laughs> seats. Like, which I feel like then I'm just like at like a, con- like then it's not the whole Bonnaroo But experience. I would totally love to have that experience too. I know. But no, I, I just don't, I would have to be in such a different like mindset to get myself to do it. I well, Bonner, I'm sure you could. It's <laughs> totally. We'd be in a completely different world. But I want to, like, I want to do it. Like, it is a bucket list. Oh, but maybe we should do it. I feel like the first day there, we could totally get like, Regina to go. We should have been VIP'd. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, if we went and didn't VIP, we'd be, like, looking over at the campers, like, can we come in? Like, right? we need to be there. Yeah, I'd have to do VIP. Sorry. Okay, so you're going back to the back to the 50s 60s yeah 60s okay so would you rather um, be able to speak all languages or be able to speak to animals oh to animals i knew it totally i could i had to do like yeah. a prediction on my yeah, yeah, yeah. instagram beforehand because i knew the answers to these so you have a dog I do. She's my world. I'm obsessed with her. (laughs) She's my world. I love that. She's so cool. What kind of dog do you have? She's a lab mix, Mm. but she thinks she's a chihuahua mix. Okay. Is she loud? Not really. No. Okay. I mean, she can be, but not not for the most part. We have a lab boxer. I think she might have a little bit. Mm. They need to be besties. We need like a doggy. Oh my god, let's go to the park like soon. Yes. Um, what is one piece of advice that you would give to somebody that is wanting to go to beauty school or that's in beauty school currently? You just have to practice, practice, practice. Just, just engage yourself in everything. I think there's a really big difference in people that are like, hey, I went home and I worked in my mannequin and those that are like, oh, oh I can't get this haircut. Those never... are the ones that you know that practice. I mean, when I, even when I was in school, one of um, my acquaintances that I've known since middle school, she had gotten me in to, you know, kept on me for six years until I went to beauty school. And the first weekend I came home and she was like, where's your weave come? Let's, let's see, you. let's do it. You yeah. Know, yeah. You've been there for a weekend, but let's see it. Yeah. yeah. I love that. See, that's why having that support is so important. Like having people that are going to be like, 
pushing you to do better and that are going to be able to get you through that. I just oh, think completely. Well, all my friends worked in salons before that. Okay. And my mother wanted to be a hairdresser growing up, so I think it was just in so my blood, So were they honestly. on board with you going oh, to school? Oh, totally. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't like a hard conversation after your parents were like, I want to go to be school. Because that's what I hear most of the time now. Oh, you're talking about with my parents? Yeah. Uh, no, they totally, they just wanted me to do something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> get a job. I love that. And my mother would get free haircuts, so, you know. Moms always know she's the totally value on board of this. With when I have, um, so when I'm enrolling for aesthetics, um, the my favorite thing is like I'll have dads that come in and um, we're very open about the job placement rate for aesthetics being pretty right. low, uh, much lower than cosmetology yeah. right now. It's just Knoxville is super saturated and whatever. We go over all of this and the moms are always like, no, it's okay because they want, they're skincare. at that age where they're like, I want the facials, I want the peels, I yeah. want the Botox, I want all of that. And they're on board and the dads are like, are we paying for this? Like, why are we going to pay for this if she's not, you know? But the moms are always like, oh, no. Yeah. This is going to benefit exactly. me, which I always love seeing. So where can we follow you at? Um, do you have a specific social media or is it just through Beleza? Uh, so through Beleza. It's uh, Beleza, B-E-L-L-E-Z-A, Salon and Spa for Knoxville, you know, for Facebook. Um, Instagram, it's at Beleza Salon Spa. Awesome. Okay, yeah. so go check Michael out. Find out what they're doing at the salon. Um, DM him for questions. Um, if you have anything else you want to ask, we can definitely um, get to that too. So thank you so much for being Thanks with for us today. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Thanks. And thank you to our sponsor, Tennessee School of Beauty. You can visit them at tennesseeschoolofbeauty.com. Follow them at TN School of Beauty on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget to follow me at Beauty School Bobby and visit our website, beautyschoolbobby.com, where you can find all of our podcasts. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, um, subscribing to everywhere that you listen to your podcast so thank you so much for listening and until next time bye guys